Welcome to a weekly look at all things high school sports around the South Plains. Powered by the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Here's the Lone Star Varsity Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Lone Star Varsity Podcast. I'm Mike Graham, joined as always by Brian Navarrete. Really appreciate having you guys on board today. Pretty cool week. We're really deep into spring sports postseason. Got UIL tennis regionals going on as we speak. Uh, 5A is done, and we'll dive into that a little bit later on in the show. We've got uh, golf coming up on the 23rd and 24th for the boys, the 24th and the 25th for the girls. And then as soon as that's over... Uh, UIL track regionals at Lowry Field, the 27th through the 28th. So it's really stacking up, and we're really getting to uh, you know the almost the bitter end. And I know you've said in the past this is your favorite time of year. Definitely, and I wouldn't say it's a bitter end. I say I think it's a it's an exciting beginning with the playoffs just right around the corner, and That's kind really of cute. some of the some of the uh, district implications that have come in this last couple of weeks. And we had a big one last night. Uh, one of our local coaches hit a milestone. Yeah, no doubt. Gary Hicks, 600th win, and in pretty dramatic fashion, enormous comeback from Coronado, and then they get a walk-off hit to win it. Hand Gary Hicks his 600th win, and Coronado clinches District 4-5A, still unbeaten in that league. And that's a good league. That's not a bunch of patsies plus Coronado. That's a pretty deep league. I think if you talk to any coach within you know that district, you can't let up on any night because one team will catch you or the other one will. So uh, for Coronado to be undefeated right now is just something special, especially, like you said, in that league and that 600th win done in dramatic fashion. That's what you want to see in a baseball game. And what kind of confidence do you think they picked up out of that one? I believe they were down six runs at one point in that contest. Yeah, I think uh, Cooper got the jump on him early on. And then uh, I think if you kind of read into the gamer a little bit, Hicks talks a little bit about them keeping their heads in the right place and you know being able to retaliate and just having a good mentality overall and staying in the game which is hard to do in baseball when you have the up and downs you do that comes with the sport i know we've been talking a lot about friendship baseball on this show and rightfully so they claimed a majority share of their district on tuesday night as well with a 15 to 5 win against midland lee and we're gonna have chad reynolds on in a minute the head coach from uh, the friendship tigers to talk about that game but Man, they've really come on. I mean, this is a team, 25-4 and four, uh, with two losses in district and three clear of the next closest competitor, which is Midland Lee. They had a good game against Midland Lee the other day. I think this team has caught fire as soon as it hit district and hasn't uh, begun to simmer out there in Woolforth because they finished that game in five innings on Tuesday, 15-5 to five over Midland Lee, and they're going to host them again on Friday. And uh, that'll be the big one. I believe there was a celebration that happened in the bus last night you know when they found out that they are you know going to be the number one seed out of a tough district 2-6-A. That's right I mean Friendship could drop all three of its remaining games they have one against Lee two against Midland High and they'd still take the number one seed and get the lowest seeded team that qualifies for the postseason the fourth seed from district 1-6-A out in El Paso Uh, but get the impression that that's certainly not what they want to happen even though they've got that locked up that uh, they they just want to keep the pedal to the metal, and uh, stay hot for the postseason. Definitely. And, you know, the postseason is something you don't think about until district's done. And they do still have, I believe, three games left in that slate. So it's going to be fun, you know, kind of seeing how that turns out, If the, whether or not they're going to win, you know, dominant 
outright district title. And uh, we had a lot of other exciting games tonight, but I think we might kick it over to Chad Reynolds and see what he has to say about the win. Joining the Lone Star Varsity podcast hotline right now is uh, head coach, friendship head coach Chad Reynolds. Uh, Coach Reynolds, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. And this is a team that's 25 and 4, 10 and 2 in District 26A, a very competitive 26A, uh, and now three clear of Midland Lee after a 15 5 win on Tuesday evening in Midland. So I guess my first question for you is, coaches, what isn't going right for you guys right now? Well, I, I tell you what, it's, uh, it seems to be going pretty good right now. Um, you know, it's this is one of those those teams that, that that's found ways to win games in different ways. Um, you know, we we've up and down the lineup. Uh, we've had guys that have hit, and if if, uh, if a guy's not uh, not doing something, not having a great day, then the guy behind him has, has picked him up, and so it's been one of those deals that. You know the whole the whole lineup has has produced for us at different times of the year, and uh, you know it seems like here lately uh, that that they've all gotten going at once. And you know I hope they can stay that way. You know we, we've we've gotten some consistency on the mound. Uh, we've had some uh, some guys that have kind of def- uh, become our our three starting guys: uh, Brock Erculani, uh, Austin Phillips, and Colton Brown, and. You know those guys. Um, you know when they are consistent in throwing strikes, we feel like we've got a really good defense that can can go make plays behind them. And um, you know it's it's one of those things when when we've um, when we don't walk guys and, and challenge those hitters and and force them to to make contact. And we played pretty good defense behind them so far. So yeah, you know, I don't, it's one of those things I hate to say nothing's going wrong because there's, there's been times that we've, we've not played great, but we've found ways to win. And so our guys are just uh, doing that. Their, their competitiveness, uh, their chemistry and, and that stuff that, that good teams have, uh, it seems like uh, we've got a lot of that going right now. Kind of in, refer- in reflection of last night's game, you guys were able to finish it in five innings. Could you kind of give us a breakdown of uh, how you guys were able to, you know, just kind of wrap it up early last night and get that win? You bet. Um, you know, Lee jumped on top of us. They, they scored one in the first and we're head one to nothing. And we answered. Um, Kate Gilbert had a big two-out RBI in the, the bottom of the second. I'm sorry, the top of the second. And – you know, we kind of took a lead on them. I think had a five to one lead in the third or the fourth, and then um, we gave up four doubles in a row. And you know, that's the thing we we just got through talking about to our, our whole pitching staff is uh, we gave up four doubles in a row and got out of the inning and still had a lead. And, and Colton Brown. Uh, was was our guy on the mound and boy he did a tremendous job of challenging those guys uh you know if he would have walked a couple of guys and and things would have gotten out of hand then then all of a sudden it's a different game and we're behind and but he didn't do it he he trusted our defense and he kept attacking the zone and midland lee's a good team they've got uh you know they've got two division one guys in their lineup um you know they they can hit and then they hit some balls hard and uh but we got out of there um 
with a lead and then i think our guys you know settled into the game and um you know we just we just got fortunate we hit some balls that that, that dropped and, and we did hit some balls hard and got a home run riley robinson hit a home run and you know just were able to to get hot and keep an inning going i think the top of the fifth we scored six and seven, went out there and got three outs and ended the game so you've got this 10 and 2 district record which gives you a majority share of the district championship right off the bat and if you beat lee when they come to wolf earth on friday you'll win the district. How big is that celebration going to be? And, and when do you start turning your attention away from the district to the El Paso district you'll see in the first round of the postseason? Well, you know, after that game last night, when uh, when Permian was able to beat Odessa High, it, it actually clinched the number one seed for us. So the, our bus got a little excited. We hadn't left the field yet. And so we kind of had a little celebration on the bus, knowing that, that we did clinch the number one seed and, 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 um, in that number one spot. So we, we kind of let that celebration go last night. And so, uh, but our guys know they, they're, uh, you know, we, we, we preach all the time about playing against the game of baseball. And so, you know, we went out and had an inner squad this afternoon and, and they, well, they, they picked up right where they left off. They, they're getting after each other and competing in the inner squad. And so, you know, I think, um, you know, I, I think we'll, We'll be fine on on Friday and next week for for two against Midland High. Uh, just going out and playing the game hard and 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 playing it the right way because we want to we want to stay hot and 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 stay in a rhythm before we go into that playoffs. But you know we won't even talk about the first round uh, or which El Paso team it is uh, with our kids. You know we'll, we'll as a coaching staff we'll start looking at it. Uh, you know right now, but there's still a whole lot of games to be played out there and so there there's really no idea or, or no way to know who exactly we're going to play yet but we we do have an idea of, of a couple of teams that it could be you know kind of looking at the team you guys had three players already signed to play collegiately uh can you talk about the level of talent that kind of comes with um you know the team that takes the the field for you guys you bet i tell you what this is a. Uh this may be one of the deepest teams we've we've had or at least at least since i've been around and for for 15 years or so um you know we we've got of course our three guys that have all signed with midland in Arculani, uh weathers and champagne uh we've got those guys but you know we, we've got a lot of guys that um that are good baseball players and um you know i know we we, we don't have the big division one guy or are the big 90 plus arm um but in a way you know i don't know that may help us uh it's a lot of guys that, that love to play the game a lot of guys that that will keep playing uh after this just hadn't signed um but it's a lot of unselfish guys and, and that's what i think's made our team go this year we uh we have a huge roster we've got 26 guys on our roster and they all seem to get along they're, they're pull for each other in the dugout uh they're happy for each other uh, at the same time they get after each other a little bit and so it, it it keeps things competitive um you know but it's it's one of the more talented teams we've had as far as depth you know i, I think um we do after a couple of bats if we have a guy that's not seeing it that night we've got guys that we go to um 
for that third at bat uh, off the bench because we've got plenty of hitters that are that are sitting over there ready to go. And so, you know, I think that helps us. Uh, you know, it helps our starters stay locked in. But uh, you know, but they they have learned that you know what if they're not seeing it then somebody's gonna pick them up and so uh so it's, it's been a fun year and uh, it's a fun group of guys and then last question obviously you've got this one game remaining with lee and then two against midland high what can fans expect to, to see from the team and, and what, what are you trying to preach to them you know in the short runway before the postseason begins man just just a we're just going to try to keep playing hard and that's the thing uh, keep playing the game the right way and i know it's you know that sounds pretty cliche but boy it's just it's the truth we gotta um attack hitters throw a lot of strikes um you know don't give up at bats uh, learn learn from guys in front of you uh that are hitting and you know, go out there and just compete, and that's the biggest thing. There's compete, 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 and and go out and try to try to play the game the right way. Well, Coach Reynolds, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Once again, if you join late, this is Friendship Head Coach Chad Reynolds. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Hey guys, thanks a lot for having me. I enjoyed it. That was a pretty good interview. Yeah, he knows what I. As a coach, you know, one of the best interviews that we've had on here so far. Uh, every coach has been really great. But, uh, no, that was a good interview and a uh, good win for friendship. And like you were saying, he's just kind of a baseball guy. He's been kind of a staple of the Lubbock community Definitely. for a long time, dating back to his uh, playing days at Texas Tech. Longtime assistant at friendship, too. Definitely. Uh, he's a good coach. That's a good team. So is Coronado. LSD in general had a good – Good night last night. I'll tell you, LASD had a good day on Wednesday at the oh, yeah. UIL Tennis Regionals. Four sets of players are advancing out to the uh, state tournament. So that, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. It's it's kind of funny, too. I mean, they, they really rushed between the district and the regional, and now everyone gets to practice for a month before heading down to Texas A&M <laughs> to go compete at College Station, which is always um, an interesting thing, you know, just how spread out the campus is and all the places they can play. It's really a trip, but some really good teams headed out of here in, in doubles, plus Taylor Barnhill from Monterey got out as a girls singles player. But I opened up my Wednesday with a very interesting doubles matchup because Quentin Scherfenberg and Indy Axton from Coronado are no strangers to KT Kaufman and Cody Baker from Lubbock High. This was their fifth meeting of the season. And the Lubbock High team, Kaufman and Baker, had a three to one advantage. So you kind of think, you know, okay, there's a 75% chance that uh, Lubbock High is going to win this one. Well, guess what? Coronado comes out and sweeps them in two sets and wins the uh, district, uh, sorry, the regional championship. Um, but that was okay. Lubbock High just kept on keeping on after that. They uh, won a playback game and they advanced too. So I think that there's been a lot of talk around here, especially. The, the dream would be to see Scharfenberg and Axton play Kaufman and Baker in the state championship, and that's feasible now. It's very feasible, and it's, it's one of those things. You know, we were talking about it with uh, soccer a little while back. You want to see our area players or teams eventually meet each other in either a state atmosphere because it makes for that much more of, a, of an exciting setting because you're talking about people who live – next door to each other meeting at the big level almost and 
that always makes for a good not only headline but match because you know they're both going to bring it at the highest level that they possibly can. Yeah, lots of really interesting stories out at the uh, at the McLeod Tennis Center, which is where where these uh where where the regionals were hosted for both the five A and four A. Lots of good stories. Uh, in Thursday's paper, you're going to meet Taylor McGee, who uh, is a Seminole player, a junior who won a round in the regionals today, and this was her first year to play competitive tennis ever. Very interesting, especially when all the competition that comes with the level that they're playing at, to be able to do something like that. You know, and if you want to check out more results, there's plenty on LubbockOnline.com. Graham's got a little color to him from being out in the sun and covering. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I burn pretty easily, and uh, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been hard work out there on my skin at least. <laughs> but uh, just wanted to go over this once again. Ashley Bustos and, and Graceland Anderson from Monterey, a doubles a girls doubles team, also made the cut in a playback game. And that's something I'm trying to wrap my head around still because um, this was my first time to cover Texas high school tennis. And I think that's a really cool concept. You know, if if uh, the uh, third place winner wins and they haven't played the loser of the championship game, then suddenly the loser of the championship game, which you'd think would be the top two team, has to play for its life in the uh, playback game. And uh, sometimes you get three seeds out, out of it. It's a very interesting concept, and I, I like it. It always makes for an interesting match because, like you said, they're playing to stay alive yeah. at that point. It's kind of like a playoff atmosphere. And then, once again, just want to remind you of the dates on, on golf and track. Boys golf, as we said earlier in the podcast, will be the 23rd and the 24th. Girls golf, 24th and 25th, will be at the Rawls course, Texas Tech's Rawls course for that. And then moving right along to uh, – the track meet at at Plains Capital Park, which I know we're both really excited about, the 27th and 28th, and then a pretty quick turnaround to the uh, competition in Austin. Yeah, you know, I'm a track and field guy. (laughs) I I love me some golf and some tennis too, but I'm looking forward to next week, and I'm looking forward to just the end of this week because, like I said earlier, with baseball and everything that's going on, there's some serious district implications that are coming up. So it, it's going to be something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have preview stories for the boys and golf, boys and, <laughs> boys and girls golf uh, regional uh, competitions, as well as one for the uh, track and field competition going on at uh, Plains Capital Park. Those will be on LoneStarVarsity.com, or you may have noticed that our website changed a couple of months ago, and you can just go to LubbockOnline.com, hit that sports tab. We're right there, right under Texas Tech, uh, the high school label. I like the new layout. Um, You know, kind of lastly, wrapping up here a little bit, uh, we want to talk a little bit about how some kids are going to get some pretty important letters in the next couple of days. That's right, yeah. We are still working on the Lone Star Varsity High School Awards Banquet, and we're really excited about it. It's going to be May 30th. Gates open at 5.45 p.m. for a 7 p.m. showtime at the Lubbock Memorial Civic Center. And what we're trying to do is honor kids from all over the region, not just within the Lubbock City Center, but we've got a pretty big region we cover, and I think we're, I think we're going to be well represented uh, across the, uh, you know, just from north to south, east to west, the South Plains in general, and we can't wait to celebrate what some of the kids have accomplished this year, because it's been pretty incredible. It really is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we have Danny Amendola coming out, and, uh, you know, not only athletes are invited to this. You can go out and get tickets 
um, at, I mean, today. You can go online and get some tickets to this event, and it's just a click of a button, from yeah. what I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just go to LoneStarVarsity.com, and there's a big banner. You click on it. It's got Danny Amendola's face on it, so it's pretty recognizable. Can't miss it. Yeah, you cannot miss it. And uh, you can purchase your tickets, and, of course, the athletes invite it. They're going for free. Yeah, and with that, I think uh, we'll kind of conclude this week's episode and you know, sure. look forward to the rest of the week. Short and sweet, but uh, yeah. it's a short podcast, but there's a lot of content on LoneStarVarsity.com right now. Please check it out. And uh, can't wait to get on the regional circuit and talk about it next week.